Hey guys, and welcome to another exciting edition of Three Shows in a Book. I am your hostess with the mostest, Shiloh. And I'm your other host, Liz. She's also the mostest, but maybe a little bit less. A little less, for sure. So today, we are going to be reviewing the movie Knives Out. It's a 2019. 2019 film. I got it. I'm trying to read. We're in Liz's podcast studio. It's very dark. Oh my god. I know. I'm sorry. I'll <laughs> have better okay. lighting next time. <laughs> Get my flashlight. It'll it's, be fine. It's the ambiance. That's right. <laughs> so what are we drinking today, sis? We are drinking Pineapple Rose by St. Julian. Hopefully this one will redeem the watermelon oh, fiasco. <laughs> Um, it is a apple wine with natural flavors. Bursting with flavors and aromas of pineapple, this apple-based wine is the perfect afternoon liberation. Refer- liberation? <laughs> so terrible. <laughs> libation, but liberation works too. Uh, libation. <laughs> the, the lighting is terrible in here. Who can read in this mess? Jesus. Um, so yeah. Yeah. All right, let's crack into it and get going. In for a penny, in for a pound. <laughs> All right, let's open up this bottle of wine. Woo woo! It's our, a fancy twist top. Our favorite screw top. Blood, blood. I hope it's good. I do too. It smells like wine. Oh, nope, there's pineapple. That's like what? I've never had a St. Julian wine that tastes that smells like wine before. Plonk. <laughs> it's better than the watermelon. Definitely better than the watermelon, but that's not a high bar to set. No. The watermelon was frankly I nasty. Know. I know. It was so I gross. I had such high hopes. I'm like, oh, watermelon. Mm, I did no. too. I really did. And honestly, I dumped the bottle out. Oh well, for sure. I was like, I'm not, I'm not gonna drink this. And yeah. we didn't, we didn't kill it. It was, it was, yeah, it was not killed by any stretch. Disappointing. Um, yeah, and like I, I texted Liz later, and I was like, I am still like burping that wine. I burped it all it, night. Yeah, it made me very gassy too. Like it just, Ugh, it, it was, was so bad. But this one, not is bad. actually pretty good. I like it. Yeah. I can taste the pineapple. It's very appley, mm-hmm. which I like because they made a good call you know, using an apple base on that. Yeah, well, the last one was, the watermelon was also an apple base, and it was not as successful. No. I think they were trying to cover the apple, whereas this one, they're like, it's pineapple. <laughs> we're going to work with it. We'll work with it. All right, so, you know, It's good. tart. All right. I like it. It's better than the last one. Much better. I agree. All right, so, Knives Out, 2019 film. Amazon Prime is where we got it for $3.99. It was, you could buy it for $7.99, and I didn't, and I wish I had. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I feel like uh, <clears throat> we'll probably repeat enjoy this one. Um, yeah. And also exciting that they're coming out with a Knives Out 2. Yes, which I did not know until I was Googling Knives Out to look at, like, casts and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wait, what is this, Knives Out 2? <coughs> which, excuse me, so that'll be 2022 on Netflix. I feel like that's going to be really awesome. Mm-hmm. I I yeah. worry for the sequel. Like, how are they going to spin that? I mean, are we going to follow um, what I've Marta? Seen, like, what's going on? No. What I've seen is it's just another case 
done by Benoit Blanc. Mm. But, you know, another big ensemble cast. So if it's anything like the first one, it should be fantastic. Well, I hope so. Me too. It would suck if they ruined it. So it's directed <laughs> and written by Rain Johnson, who also did um, Star Wars. Really? Not okay. the original. Obviously. Yeah. But lots of good stuff there. So okay. anywho, let's dive right in. It is a murder mystery of sorts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this detective, this master detective. Benoit Blanc, who is played by Daniel Craig. I hated the accent. Oh, God, I hated the accent. Like, I can't, that Southern, the whole time, you know, Captain America's like, Kentucky Fried Chicken. I I was just like, yes, thank you. Thank you for saying that. You said it. You said it. It It was spot on. Like, Jesus, that was the worst. I mean, like, he did a decent job with it. He did a good job of the Southern draw, but it's just that one particular... Who's that? So southern drawl that you just can't hardly wait for him to finish it's true. his sentence. It's true. It's bad. It, it's, I mean. Oh, too much. It's bad. Who's it's that one much. actor that plays on Roseanne, her husband? Tom Arnold. Tom Arnold. Now, he did. Um, oh, God. That was awful, too. And um, Yes. Yeah, oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? Yes. Well, I feel like he was sh- shooting for that he was going Direction. for a leg horn. Yes. Yes. <laughs> he for real was. It was, that it was, was like. so bad. Yeah, that was the worst part was the so freaking Because Daniel accent. Craig is so good looking and he does like an amazing, like I love his British. He would have just, if he would have just stuck with like a British accent, mm-hmm. I would have felt a little bit better yeah. about it. Because, you know, I mean, you got Sherlock Holmes. I feel like that, that could have definitely ticked or off that box. had an box. American accent. A la Angela Lansbury. I don't know. You know, whatever. But yeah, I, Americans aren't was, too savvy with the master he detective. Did, yeah, with genre. The national, yeah. Like That's definitely literally a British thing. Yeah. Um, but I mean he did well in Hercule Poirot, he's French. Generally they're not European. I thought he was French. fine. No, it is yeah. French, oh, okay. but like, it's, like, it's like Europe in general. Like right. I'm yeah. just That's saying, like if we would have picked a different accent from yeah. like Anywhere in Europe? Yes. Like... Yeah. And and again, it was not a poorly done accent. It's just an accent that tends to grate. Yeah. A bit. Yes. Quite hard. Yeah. So we're following this master detective who's investigating the death of a very wealthy, very prominent um, patriarch of this family, the... Thromby. Thromby family. It's, it's Harlan Thromby. Played by Christopher is, Plummer. Yes, and he is a mystery writer. Basically, he writes murder mysteries just like the one that he ends up being the center of. Um, and it's his... We, we kind of come in after the fact. I mean, you know, obviously you can't investigate a murder until a murder has happened. Um, so we come in after the fact. He... Is discovered by his maid. And yes, and he his throat has been slit. He's in his attic like study, and his throat has been slit. So they are suspecting suicide, but they are um Well no, the police call it suicide. Well, yeah, but then they're like, Well, yeah, we think it's suicide, but everybody needs to come in for more questioning. That's because of Blanc. Because exactly. of his reputation. Right, but we don't know that right away. Yeah, so but the cop walks outside in. with Blanc and he's like, it's open and shut. It's suicide, man. What are we right, doing right, right, here? Right, 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 right. But that's after they do the interviews. Mm. 
True. So at first, as we go through, we're like, okay, this is, you know, routine questioning about this guy's suicide, you know, just trying to get it all straight. But, um, so they go through and they're questioning the family, which, oh my God, such an amazing, amazing cast. Who's your favorite? Just right off the bat, like, from, like, seeing the, the small portions of the interview at the, at, I mean. Honestly, at the beginning, it's Richard. Yes. Because he's just, like, no shit. Like, just take no shit. Like, not afraid to say, Anything. who the fuck is this guy? Yes. Like, he's very, he's he's probably the character that I would have, that would have been me. See, and I like Joni. Like, I, oh, I, wanted, God, I, wanted, I wanted to hit Joni. slap her so hard. She reminds oh, me of someone oh my in my God. family. And, like, literally, like, <clears throat> I instantly, I mean, I mean, were you putting people's in your family's names uh-uh. to these people? No. Some of these people I was like, oh, nope. I know you. I know you intimately. And Joni was one of those characters because she was just, you know, she's kind of the oddball yep. in on the family. And, like, you, you just, <sighs> yeah. I love her character, though. So then, okay, so first of all, I want to point out something that Jeremy discovered because he's Jeremy and sure. that's what he does. The name Thromby, um, he's like, I know that name. That that name is something. So there was a Choose Your Own Adventure book written in 1981 that was called Who Killed Harlow Thromby? Uh, Harlow Thromby, not, not Harlan. Harlan. It's not quite the same plot because, you know, it's a kid's choose your own adventure book. Yeah. But um, they did say that that's where they got the name. Oh, that's the really cool. Name. Yeah. And Jeremy was like, I recognize that name. And of course, he Googled it and found it because that's just what Jeremy does. Do you guys have that book <clears throat> in your infinite book supply? <laughs> infinite library? I don't yes. think we do. We do have a bunch of choose your own adventures. That was more. Jeremy's. I, I wasn't into Choose Your Own Adventures. I, it just annoyed me. I would just read them straight through. I'd be like, fuck this shit. I'm not going back and forth. I just read page them Page 23, now go. back to page 19, exactly. and then off to page 52. And, oh, you're, you're like, dead again. Well, yeah. fuck you. <laughs> yes. Now I gotta remember not to choose, you know, to go left. Right, exactly. So, anyway, um, <clears throat> the cast of characters in this movie is phenomenal. And we kind of have to go over because there are so many people. Yes. We're dealing with Harlan Thromby, who we see in flashbacks, but he is dead by the time this movie starts. The main, <clears throat> I guess the main protagonist really is Marta, who is his nurse. And like, she's like, he hired me to kind of, you know, help him with any medical needs, but really he just needed a friend. His Hispanic nurse that they keep saying, yeah. she's from Ecuador. She's, she's from, from Colombia. She's Uruguay, from Uruguay. Yes. Yes. Like, none of the family knows where the fuck oh, she's actually from. But they continue to call her family. <clears throat> right. Yeah. Oh, she's, she's one of us. She's part of the family. We yes. love, we love Marta. She's great. Um, but then we have Linda, who is Harlan's eldest daughter, yes. played by Jamie Lee Curtis, who is just a treasure. I love her so she much. She did a fantastic job She's here. She's so good. Um, she is married to Richard, who yes. is played by Don Johnson. And they have a son, Dan, or <clears throat> Ransom. 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 His actual name is Hugh. Hugh, but his middle name is Ransom. Is and of it course, Hugh or Hugh? It's, it's Hugh. Hugh. Yeah. Hugh, and he goes by Ransom, and that is Chris Evans, Captain America. Um, and that's then, how I'll refer to him. He does not have course. a name. It is Captain America. Of course, Go on. Of course. And then Neil is the middle son who is dead, but his wife, Joni, who is played by Tony Collette, is still part of the family. And she, oh, 
Wait. And she has Linda a daughter. And Richard, Linda and Richard have a big real estate firm. They, like, own a real estate firm. Yes. Um, but <clears throat> Linda is the only one who owns it. Well, we don't know that till the yeah. end. Um, so Joni has, like, a... It always makes me think of goop. It's called flam. And yes. it's like a lifestyle, beauty, blah, 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 yakety shack bullshit. This is why I love her. The oh, whole time that she's talking so about much. flam, she's like, oh, really? It's it's not a product. It's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. <laughs> yeah, and she's kind of got that way of talking where she kind of draws everything out. I love it. Ugh. I absolutely love it. It reminds me of... Gwyneth Paltrow and her fucking bullshit goop. Yes. Um, and then the third child is Walt, and he is married to Donna, and their son is Jacob, and Walt runs... The Nazi. The Nazi, yeah. Jacob the Nazi, and Walt runs um, Harlan's publishing yes. empire, as it were. So those are the main characters and then we have you know the detective we have trooper wagner Mm -hmm. i wrote it down yes who is hilarious he is so funny he cracks me up in this movie i love that he knows like all the references in the books well he's a huge lifetime like he is a huge fan of harlan yes thromby's work and also like just the whole murder mystery genre so he keeps popping off little facts Oh, and it's hilarious. Did I you know that him. all of these animals that are displayed in the menagerie are were from, from the, the trilogy? Yes. Blah, 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 blah. Yes. And I, I loved like, it. And then, like, that other time boy? where she's like, and she said it was just like one of that, that movie that was on Lifetime yeah, the other and night. Like, and he, like, knew movie. it. <laughs> he yes. knew it. I loved him. So funny. Loved him. Yeah, mm-hmm. there was a serious uh, investigator <laughs> and then a very, like, lighthearted fanboy investigator. Yeah, that was the trooper. He wasn't even, like, a detective. He was just a trooper that was kind of, like... Yeah, because they kept calling him trooper. Backup or whatever. Yes. Um, and but then, it was of fantastic. Course, He's like, shh, don't talk. Like, let him finish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, there's Benoit Blanc. Uh, Blanc. Blanc. Sorry, Blanc. Blanc. Whatever. I, I made that mistake I'm a couple French. times. Um, anyway, um... But they keep calling him Benny, yeah, which Benny. I thought was hilarious. His name is Benoit, and they call him Benny. And he's a nice guy. He doesn't correct him, but it's hilarious. Um, <clears throat> and he is a extremely capable detective. He was just featured in the New York Times, yeah. and he like, had, like, oh. a whole thing, and, um... Was it... Was it Joni who said she read a tweet about his article? Yes. <laughs> she didn't read the article. And she then, just read the tweet. Well, and then this is how you can, like, really get to know each character. Because Linda was like, I read your entire article in the yeah. New York Times. I know who you are, yeah, Mr. Blong. Yeah, yes. Yeah, and Joni's like, oh, I read a tweet about that article. Yes. Yeah, so And funny. then Walt didn't know who he was. Of course. Richard knew who he was. Yeah. I mean, it was... It is funny. So that's how it starts out with these main characters, um, Linda, Richard, Joni, and Walt. Donna never really gets much. She's kind of a kind She's of a an afterthought. Yeah. It's just the fact that he's married, that Walt is married. And you can kind of feel that, like, Walt is, like, a pathetic man. Like, yeah. that's how I feel about Walt. Yeah. And his wife is kind of, like, meek as well. Like, she's very, like you know, type A personality looking like she's yeah, wearing this. Up yes. And hair pulled tightly back. Yes. And, you know, looks high strung. She did look very high strung. The whole family looked high strung with the exception of Walt. He looked very worn Disheveled. out. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yep. 
So <clears throat> they're all doing their interviews um, about the night of the murder and what happened. And there's also, um, she doesn't really play a huge part, but there's grand, what do they call her? Grand Nana. Nana. Grand Nana. Yeah. Grand Nana, yes. So They don't actually, know how old she is, yes, which really, I think is fantastic. But she is Harlan's mother. And yes. Harlan is ce- was 85. celebrating his 85th birthday. Yep. So, you know, they don't even know how old Grand Nana is. But she's kind of, you know, she's at the party and kind of hovering around the edges of the whole thing. And I like, actually helps solve the case. I like when Walt is like, Nana, you want food? You want to yeah. sit down for dinner? And Lynn- Nana, you need to eat. Food, <laughs> Nana, food. And, and Linda comes up and he's like, she just ate the whole salmon platter on yeah, there. Right. Like, she's leave her alone. Fine. She's, she's fine. The yeah. Salmon planter. yeah, it's pretty. The salmon spread. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. She's eating the whole salmon spread. Yep. She's Fantastic. good. Um, so they're going through and they're like interviewing everyone. Um, figuring out a timeline, essentially. Figuring out the timeline. What, what happened on that night? Blah, 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 blah. And I found it funny, and I wrote it down, that, like, in everybody's reminiscence, so, like, in Linda, and in Joni, and in... Yes. Yeah, like, yeah. they were all, when the cake is placed in where front you're going. of Harlan, yes. every one of them, and they're reminiscent. When when Linda's reminiscing, it's her family right there with Harlan. Yes. And when Walt is reminiscing, it's his family right there. And right. And with Joni, it was, you know... So it's funny how they all put themselves like right there at the center, of, as if they were they were closest the to Harlan. Closest, yes, yes. I found that funny. Yeah, every <clears throat> single one of them, and um, and they always made it like he was looking up at them like in admiration. Yeah, like, like thank oh, you guys. You're my favorite. Yes, yes. So that was funny. Um, so he, Harlan died uh, the night of his 85th birthday. He slit his throat. Um. So we're kind of going through, uh, you know, everybody's take on the night. And what's really funny is, like, listening to them all talk about each other. Yes. You know, so Richard is talking about how... Um, Walt. Walt, yeah. He, yeah. Harlan and Walt got into it and had a big fight. And then... Um, Linda it? doesn't want to... Joni was talking about how Richard got there early and he was having a fight with... You know, and, like, so everybody's kind of shit-talking everybody else. But Linda doesn't shit-talk anybody. She's, like, she, she puts to. her foot down. She's, like, how dare you try to, you know, rile me up and... against each Yes, other exactly. And... Which I loved. I, I love Jamie Lee Curtis because she did that so well. Like, she played this character perfectly. Pantsuit, like, like all yes. together, got her shit in order. Yes. yes. And everybody's already kind of pissed at Ransom because he missed the funeral. Yes. Yes. <clears throat> so Ransom is kind of the um, the black sheep of the family. But not really, because him and his grandfather, Are they close, were very close. But something happened. Everybody else thinks he's an asshole. Yes. And something happened <laughs> like at the birthday. literally everybody else thinks well, he's an asshole. Well, and that's what they were talking about at the birthday was that, you know, well, they think he's an asshole because he's his favorite. Well, yes, but he's, like, never done anything. He's always just ridden, you know, Grandpa's gravy train, and he's just kind of worthless. Yes. So, as things go out, go um, on, we discover that the night of the birthday party, Harlan has fired Walt from the publishing company. Yes. He's no longer running the publishing company, and he's like, I should have... I shouldn't have done this to you. I shouldn't have tied you to this company. I should have let you make your own way. 
blah blah blah. And he's like, like Dad, are you firing me? And he's, he's like, yeah. <laughs> all, all good things, though. We'll talk about it in the morning. We'll talk about it in the morning. Yeah, it's fine. Um, it's fine. I like what he did with Joni because we also find out about Joni. Yes. And how she was double dipping for the past four years. Yes. Getting $100,000 a yeah, year. Her, her daughter Meg's school. So she's. She told the attorney and the bookkeeper. Yeah. She told the attorney to, to mail the to checks the directly to the school. And then she told the bookkeeper to send the money directly to her. Correct. So she's been scamming Harlan for years for like an extra 50 grand, 50 grand, I don't know, a 100,000. Well, yeah, it's, a, it's like a, a year. Yeah. So probably 50 grand a semester. Or Depends on whatever. where she's going. Yeah. I don't know. But anyway, it's a lot of money. So she's like, you know, because she's been, he says you've he's said, you know, it's been four years and you've been taking approximately a hundred thousand dollars for yourself a year. Yeah. So I'm thinking that she's getting a hundred grand a year because school's getting paid for. Yeah. You know what I mean? So she's living off of the remaining and just right. kind of living her her Insta life because yeah. she's her got her Insta Instagram life. and with her, her lifestyle. Yes, with her goop <clears throat> type industry. Right. So Harlan cuts her off, and then we also hear that he is arguing with Richard because he has discovered that Richard is cheating on Linda. Yes. So Harlan is basically like, you know, you tell her or I'm going to tell her. You my need to daughter tell her. Needs, my daughter deserves to know. She would want to know. Right. You tell her or I will, basically. So, and but, we also, during all this, discover how Joni is really, like, you know, she acts like, oh, everybody in the family is so good to me, they all love me, and think I'm great, and I just fit right in, and, like, you see in flashbacks of the party how everybody is basically just, like... Annoyed with her. Yeah. Ugh. Shut up, Joni. And she has very, it seems like she has, you know, of course, this is 2019, so there was... A lot going on politically, and that's kind of touched on. I love that um, scene. And she has very different political views than... I love that scene. Yeah, than, than some of the others. And it, it's going to become <clears throat> one of those, you know, when you watch older movies and you know when there's, like, something happening and, like, the political climate is hot at that time because yes. they're kind of discussing it. I feel like this movie is going to be that for yeah. our future generations. Oh, like, yeah. I mean, they're going to be like, what do you mean they put children in cages? And right, we're going to be right. like, well. Yep, that was a thing. That, that happened. happened. Yes. Yes. So I I liked that he had the balls, and by him I mean Rain Johnson had the balls to, to add that. incorporate that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. that really was a huge, and it, it, was. And it kind of is a plot point because yes. later on you find out that Marta, wherever she's from. Her mother's not documented. Her mother is an illegal That's immigrant. That's right. So, you know, she's kind of. And during that conversation, they bring her in and Richard yes. is so, like, yeah. come on in, Marta. You know. Let's, yeah, it, let's hear your view on this. And Marta did like, it Jesus right. Christ. Marta did it right. And yeah. Linda's like, let her go. Just leave her alone. Right. And he just kept pushing and pushing and pushing. But you could see that Marta was definitely like. So uncomfortable. Because oh my she may God. have done it right, but her mom didn't. And I don't even know about her sister. I don't know if her sister's legal or not yeah so it's it's marta and her sister alice and her mom yep um and but they only mentioned the mom as being illegal right so I'm, I'm assuming the sister was legal but i don't know um so anyway the fun part about this whole intro where we're finding these things out and i don't know that all of it comes out right at the beginning i can't remember 
Most of it does. I think it does because yeah. I got it all written down at the beginning. Yeah, most of it does. So you know, the it's a lot of information. The, tr- the detective is questioning. The trooper is there, and then at some point during the questioning, a piano note will sound, and that is when we see that Benoit Blanc is sitting in the back of the room yes. next to the piano, and when he has, you know, when he wants to know more about something, he'll hit that piano key, and then everybody's just like, "And who the hell is this guy?" Like, who is this guy back here? Except for <clears throat> Linda and... Well, Linda's the only one who really knows. Like, she doesn't ask who he is or anything like that. Yeah, she she's more like, that. what the hell is this guy doing here? Exactly. Yeah. She's very blunt. She's very savvy. Like, Linda yes. is extremely savvy. I think none of the family is great, but I think I like Linda Well, best. I think Linda is great. I feel like... They're all kind of assholes. I feel like Linda was... She Linda truly played, loved her father. Yes. Like, that's the thing about Linda, is I think she truly loved her father, and she truly worked hard despite the money. Yes. Whereas, I think everyone else kind of just coasted on it. Yes. Um, but she was really expecting <clears throat> a lot. because yeah, she, she was. Because she <laughs> felt that she was her, her father's she's favorite. The, yeah, she's the eldest child. She's her father's favorite. They have their own private way of communicating. Yes. You have to make a game with him for him to be interested in you. Well, see, and when she went into that, like, kind mm-hmm. of deep dive of, like, a little peak of their relationship, <clears throat> I felt like, okay, I see who you are. You are Desperate wanting... for daddy's approval. Yes. And so you will do whatever he wants you to do. Exactly. To be... The favorite. the favorite. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, I mean, I get that. I, I've seen that in, in families before and, you know, um, yeah, I, I loved her character. I feel like she definitely was the, the better of all of them. Yeah. I would agree with that. Yep. So then, um, we meet Marta. She comes in to be questioned as well. Um, well, <clears throat> not quite yet. What happens is, is she's she's there to be questioned, but then she's kind of spying on Blanc and then the officer and, and the, you know, when they're out in the menagerie area, like this little balcony area, and he sees her and he says, you know what, just who I'm looking for. Come on out. And he brings her out and that's when we discover that she has this. No, no, that came out. Mm-mm. Wasn't that in the... That's they, before. So they talked to her in the study first. Nah, uh-uh. Did they not? Nope. Okay. They talked to her out on the balcony first. And then, because he kept saying, no, you can wait in there. We'll be ready for you in just a minute. And he says, oh, no, no, no. This is just who I need to talk to. And then that's when we discover that if she lies, she pukes. <laughs> she has a physical reaction to lying. It causes her to vomit. Yes. Which is fucking hilarious. I think so, too. Benoit doesn't believe it, and so he asks her something, he's like, and she lies, and then she literally pukes. Yes. And he's like, oh, oh my, I didn't think it was literal. <laughs> he asks if Richard is having an affair. Yes. And she's like, no. <laughs> and then she just spews everywhere. Well, she gets it into, like, a decorative planter, but yes. still, like, she yes. totally heaves. And everybody's just like, oh my god, oh shit. And she puts her hand up like, no, 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 it's just, fine. Just let it's me fine. do my thing. Just back let, up. Let it happen. Yeah. Be right back. Yep. And then every time she tries to leave, she's like, oh, I want to get some scope. Yeah. And like, he's like, no, hold up. on, hold on. I got, an, I got one more question, one more question. It's fine, it's fine. And then after that is when they interview her. Yes. And then that's when you see her flashback. Her flashback of what actually happened. Which is... Which is kind of what happened, but not really. Well... 
it's 100% what happened from her point of view. Right, but it's not what happened. Exactly. Yes, so which you... is the fun part, and we don't realize that at that point. Exactly. So she and Harlan, at the end of the night, are going upstairs, and they have a nightly ritual of playing... Go. Go, which is, for those of you who don't know, and I really don't know even how it's played, but it's a kind of a board game with black and white stones, and you lay out the stones, and it's like a whole thing, but I don't understand really how it's played. So Harlan is kind of being a joking turd. She wants to give him his medication and go home because it's late. And he's like, oh, we got to play Go. It's my birthday. It's my birthday. You're not going to give me these meds until we play our game. We're not going to ruin this tradition. That's right. It's our tradition. We play Go. So um, they play Go, and she's, like, kicking his ass. And um, he gets pseudo-pissed and, like, tips the go board over well no it's not that it's you know she's like oh i always beat you because i'm just going to make, yeah, a, pretty I'm just pattern. making a pretty pattern and he's like what would happen if an earthquake happened and oh, then he starts right. shaking the table and he's like oh no mother yeah. nature and then that's when the go uh-huh. board topples over and at this point he this is when table. no he doesn't flip well, the table well he flips the board i mean he like flips yes because he he's rumbling flip the table but he he's you know, he Doesn't tosses matter. the table so the and throws the go board on go the Go board goes on the floor. Along with the medication that is already out to be administered. Yes. And at this point, this is where you start, like, getting little bits and pieces of everybody else's accounting for the evening of, like, right. what they heard, where because they were. Because they all stayed the night. Yes. Yeah. Um. So then, you know, she's she's like, well, let's, let's get your medication going. And so she starts administering his medication. And she picks up one vial and she gives him that injection she gives she picks up her second one she's gonna give him the second one she's like you've been a good boy do you want the good stuff yes yeah he's like yeah i should have i should have started why did i wait why did i wait till i was 80 to start my morphine addiction you idiot yes i i loved that he said that but um that's when she realizes that she had just given him 100 milligrams of morphine and only three milligrams of, or she was, she didn't give the three milligrams of the other stuff. You're right. Yeah. So, so she, had... it was supposed to be reversed. So she yes. was supposed, he was supposed to get three milligrams of morphine and 100 milligrams of the other stuff, which is yes. just kind of like an Advil type yeah, an medication. Yeah, kind of a medication. Yes. So instead of that, she reversed it, not on purpose, not intentionally. Right, because the, because the. The vials fell on the floor, and she right. picked him up and was just kind of on autopilot and started giving him. And then she's like, oh, my God, I just gave you 100 milligrams of morphine. The good and stuff. I she calls it, it the good yes, stuff. I loved the scene because he's so chill about it. He's like, oh, I see. And uh, what's the dosage supposed to be on the good stuff? And, and she's she like, says three. three milligrams. And he's like, and yep, he's like, that's quite a bit more. Okay, so what's going to happen? And she's like, I'm going to get the counter, the counteractor, and I'm going to give you a shot of that, and you'll be fine. The nalox- naloxine or whatever yep. it's called. Yeah, so she's, like, digging through her bags for this. And I love this because he is just so chill about it. Like, he's totally, like... Murder by morphine. That's great. I, I gotta write, write this, this down. down. Yeah. yeah. So he like gets out his little book and he's making notes and he's like, okay, so what are the symptoms? She's like, you're gonna be dead in ten minutes. And she's like freaking out. She's like losing her shit, but very calmly. You know, she's like, but her eyes oh are God. filling with oh water. My God. And she's... You know, she's like digging through her medical bag looking for this this counteractant. Um, and he's like, okay, so what are what are the symptoms, you know, and she's, like, still going through her bag, and she's like, well, in five minutes, you're going to feel nauseous, and this and that, and the other thing, and blah, 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 
And he's like, okay, well, so how long do I have? And she's like, probably about six minutes. And so he's like, okay. So he's like writing this all down. And he's like, so you're finding the thing? And she's like, the nalox or whatever, I think is what he calls it. I have no idea, yeah. It should be in my bag. It comes automatically with the kit. I can't find it. Like, I don't know what to do. I have to call an ambulance. And he's like, no, no, no. It's cool. It's cool. So she, no, she goes and she starts to call the ambulance. She picks up the phone 911 and then he disconnects her. Yes. Before, like, it gets one ring off and then it disconnects. And he says, I'm already dead. If what you're saying is true, I'm already dead. Because by the time the ambulance gets here, it'll right. be 15 it's minutes. It's going to be too late. We're about eight minutes in. I'm already dead. But yep. you need to do what I'm telling you in order so for you. So that you don't get blamed and your mom doesn't get discovered deported. as an undocumented Correct. immigrant. Yeah, which I'm like, if we're like eight minutes in, he should be feeling these symptoms that she just talked about. If he's not feeling the symptoms, well, then... he looked sweaty, which is what well, she said I mean, was going to happen. Well, yeah, and panic will do that to you, but, like... But the way that they portrayed it, and we, I mean, we could... That's, like, he just didn't look that bad. He maintained his composure pretty well. Yeah, know? especially he's for He's able to give her this plan. Yeah. He's not acting looped at all, which if he had just taken 100 milligrams of morphine, he's going to be fucking yeah. out of it. Right. Dude is going to be looped to shit. Right. But he's very calm. He's like, here's what we got to do. And he starts laying out this plan of, like, everything she needs to do to make sure she doesn't get caught. And this is not an easy... He's like, you're going to have to go and get my, my night says... robe and my nightcap and put those on and then go downstairs so that they see you. Well, no. First, she has to leave. And make sure that there's no to the time. So he says to her, we have to get you ready because he knows her disability. And I'm saying that in air quotes because yeah. she pukes when she lies. Yeah. So he says, you know, you have to tell fragments of the truth. He's like, so you need to, you know, leave. Make sure you say it Walks loudly that you're having leaving. having a cigar on the front porch. Make sure you tell him that you're leaving. Make sure he knows you're leaving. Make sure he makes a note of the time. You know, so she goes outside. She's like, oh, my God, I can't believe it's midnight already. I got to get out of here. And he's like, oh, it's midnight. Looks at his watch. So we have a time stamp. It's midnight. She's leaving. Then she has to drive her car out. And she can't remember. Little, yeah. She can't remember if he says before the elephant or after the elephant to turn. So that way she avoids the, the security, security camera. Cameras. So before the elephant, she turns. Which she's. We find out later she's supposed to turn after the elephant. So she can't remember, and it's cute because they have him... Saying both. Saying both, yeah. She's like, is it before the elephant? And he's like, you have to turn before the elephant. And then she's like, but maybe he said after the elephant? And he's like, you have to turn after the elephant. And then she's like, I can't remember. And he's like, you have to turn before after the elephant. Yes. It's so funny. So she turns before, which is wrong. Um, and then she has to sneak back into the house by the back way... The dogs are going to be out, but you already know the dogs, so it'll be fine. No worries. And then you have to climb up the trellis to the secret window and sneak back into the house. And then you have to... Go in my bedroom, put yes. on my robe and my hat. And he's like, well, don't worry about, you know, people, they're not going to be able to recognize you. Walt's on the porch, still smoking his cigar. He'll see you through the tinted yes. glass or yeah the it's it's like older glass glass or wavy yeah. glass or something glazed i don't know glazed. i don't remember the term glazed, glass. glazed glass so he, yep. he'll he will register the night robe 
the robe and the cap and not recognize that it's not Which is me. what he did. He tells yeah. him, he says, Dad, it's late. Go to bed. It's 1220. Go to bed. And Go so back to bed. She, Marta, turns around and walks back up the stairs wearing his robe and hat and therefore creating that airtight alibi that, that Marta yeah. left at 12. He but... was seen alive at 1230. Exactly. Right. And then go back down the trellis and go. Exactly. But when she's coming down the trellis, she runs into Nana, yeah. who is looking at the, out the window, and she says, Ransom, are you back again already? Yep. Which you don't think much of, because when Ransom, earlier at the birthday party, storms out after his, which we didn't even mention, he has a fight during the party with Harlan as well, and nobody really knows what it's about, but he storms out, and Nana says, Ransom, are you leaving are you back? Yes, exactly. Yeah, and says, then, are you leaving? And then when Marta comes down the trellis, Nana sees her and says, Ransom, are you back again already? And that's that. So, um, but Marta leaves to go and start putting this plan into operation, but she has second thoughts, and she goes back into the room just in time to see Harlan slit his throat. So he really and truly did slit his throat. That is true. Yes. Um... But at this point in time, we think that the uh, morphine is morphine what's is killed what's, him. Yeah, is what's killing him. Or, you know, the, well, the slit throat will be the cause of death because he was alive to slit his throat. Correct. But there's a morphine overdose. Exactly. Um. So, let's So then at this see. point, the coin is flipping because Benoit has flipped his coin. And then that's, you're seeing this yeah, flashback like the flip during of the this time. Yeah, all... While the coin is spinning is when she has this entire flashback of what her perception of what happened is. So that's pretty cool. And then, uh, let's see. So then she starts to lie. And she's not good at lying, so she's doing exactly what he's told her. Telling which fragments. Is, yep, just telling small pieces, fragments of the truth. And so she says, you know, oh, well, we played... And at some point, the go board falls, and then um, Joni, Joni comes and, and comes checks up on to us. See what's going on? Yep, because she hears a thud, and the thud is actually um, Harlan tripping Marta because she's running to get to the phone or something. So he trips her and she falls down, and that's the big thud that they hear. But when they go upstairs, you know he's like, "Oh, we were playing, and I knocked over the go board. Whoops, my bad. Go back to bed, honey. Love you. Bye." And this is all while you know he is purportedly overdosing on this morphine. Yes. Which my thought was, if they had just taken a minute and calmed down, they would have realized that he could not be overdosing on morphine because he is still fully coherent. Well, and from a layman's standpoint, like, when I was watching her, like, she never untied the tourniquet that she had around his mm -hmm. arm. Mm -hmm. So I kept thinking to myself, well, maybe it's, like, delayed effects because she hasn't released the tourniquet. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's maybe. that's where I was looking at it from that point of view because even he doesn't remove the tourniquet. Like, yeah. at least you don't see that God, happen. That'd be the first thing I do. Those things are so fucking <clears throat> So... Then, once you figure out that, you know, she's saying, okay, well, you know, he drops the go board, we get checked on by Joni, and then I left, I said goodbye to Walt, and then I went home. Yes. And that's the end of her story. That's it. That's her narrative. The funny thing is, they make a point of, you know, knowing the times because 
Linda is a light sleeper, and the stairs going up to Harlan's study are extremely loud and creaky. So right. anytime anybody takes those stairs, you she can knows. hear it. Mm-hmm. But the funny thing is, like in a house that size, they show this house from the exterior, which is this is actually someone's home that they used for the exterior shots. It's gorgeous. I love it. You should watch the movie just to see the exterior of the house, if nothing else. But, like, it's a huge house. Why the fuck is she sleeping in the room under the stairs when there's got to be a million other bedrooms in that place that aren't under the stairs so she can sleep? So my logic behind that is that that's probably the room that she had growing up. Maybe? I don't know. And... Do you think... No, he bought that house in the 80s. So she prob- she did not grow up in that house. They make mention of it because later they talk about the ancestral maze. Yes. And they're yeah. like, whatever, you bought this house. He bought this house in the 80s. It's no ancestral nothing. Right. From an Iraqi billionaire or yes. something. It was really Realist, funny. Real, real estate guy. I don't know. But yeah, yeah. it was pretty funny. Um, but yeah, I was thinking that maybe right. it was her room. And that's it. It is 39 minutes in and we have killed the bottle already. So obviously much better than last week's wine. Yeah. I mean, it's not... <laughs> it's... It's not, I'm not going back to it. No, it's not a repeat, but yeah. it's, it's not bad. It, it would be a good summer wine, I think. Like chilled when you're just hanging out I don't think we mentioned the what the percentage we of alcohol not. on this was, and I don't see one on here. Oh, there's got to be one. You're not looking right. Because 11%. I'm feeling quite toasty right now. Right. I haven't had dinner yet. Neither have I. So I definitely got like the flush on the side of my face. I know. I know. I'm definitely Irish. For real. (laughs) Oh, no. If I were Irish, I would hold my liquor better. Right. Uh (laughs) (laughs) I'm Italian. We drink wine like it's water, but still. Listen. Somehow I spilled it on my book, too. I mean, you're just all over the place with that wine. I issues. So what's new? Shiloh's having issues. When you said what's new, I was like, what's new, pussycat? Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're toasty. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. So getting back to it, yeah, no, I think that that's like probably the room that she always stayed in. You know Maybe, what I mean? Like it just yeah, makes sense. Like she would be closer to her dad. She'd be able to hear when he was moving around, which plays to the fact that she wants to be that favorite child. Oh, dad is leaving his room. Let me like, be available. What's going on? Yeah, I mean, I can see that. But also, I'm like, bitch, if you have such a hard time sleeping, then goddamn, find another room. I bet there's another one in there that you could sleep in. So, after all this is said and done, this is when, you know, Marta's leaving and you you just kind of, it gets... It gets kind of, like, fuzzy where you start seeing where, like, all the relatives are shady in their own respect. Like, they all have their own backstory. You definitely see that everybody colors their story their own way. Correct. You know, you very, very, very clearly get that, like... Right. Everybody tells the story from their perspective, and that's not necessarily the truest version of the story. And... I like this part where Walt, and I wrote it down, Walt tells Marta the whole family wants to take care of her financially. I wrote that too, yes. And he also says, oh, by the way, I voted to have you come to the funeral. Yes. And they all say that. And I was outvoted. That. Yeah, they everybody is like, oh, we all voted for you to come to the funeral, but I was outvoted. Individually. But I was outvoted. But yes. I was outvoted. It's like, always in a private yeah. conversation. So, like, nobody ever tells Marta that in a group setting. Right, yeah. It's always privately. You know, I really wanted you at the funeral. I think Richard says it too. He does. And someone else says it as well. Not Jonah. Joni says it. Yeah, okay. Joni's yeah. the one who says it. Joni's like, you're like family to us, girl. And, yeah. you know. We really wanted you at the funeral, but I was outvoted. 
Yes, exactly. So I, I, I wrote that down. And then this is where he asked her, Benny, Benoit. Benoit asked, he wants Marta to be his assistant. Yes. He's like, I think you he calls are the her most, Watson. Yes, you are the most honest one and you don't have a stake in this. So I think I want you to be my assistant and to help me out. I'm coming back tomorrow morning to check everything out at eight o'clock. I want you to be here. Exactly. And, and during, she's like silently freaking out because, you know, she thinks at this point that she is guilty because she gave him the accidental overdose. Yes. But also the other thing is, is that she doesn't know that she has a spot of blood on her shoe. It's because a teeny tiny little drip. When oh. he, yes. when he slits his throat, she, and she walks back in the room, she there's that. She walks back in like right in time just to yes. see him slit his throat and of course there's that spray she's all the way across the room but somehow a teeny tiny little drop of blood ends up on her white nurse shoe exactly so you also find out in that same stroke because here he's coming back and marta's there to investigate they go through this whole process and they go to review the tapes and she's so clever yes she and i wrote that down marta is smooth covering her tracks so they're like, oh, there's security tapes and, you know. I love that part where you meet the groundskeeper and he's yeah. like, oh, before you have to walk around with a 45, but not with this fancy technology. Yeah, and right. it's like giant. It's VHS. Yes. It's yes. And it's like, it may even be a Betamax. Yes. Because it from the top. Oh, my God. And he's like, oh, I got the security tape right here. I was going to erase it. I usually erase them with a magnetic uh, de- yes. gazer or something. Yes. I don't remember what he called it. But it I didn't. Is I figured you'd want to see this one. So, no, he's like, oh, I want I wanted to save this one. You know, I just figured, you know, it might be, it might be something. You know, this was special. This was special, and you know, he just goes through, and Marta's like trying to play it smooth because she looks at the first second of that footage. Well, she turned. She, she turned before the elephant. Right, but I can't remember how she figured out that was wrong. Because she was, she could see it on the tape. She sees it on the video oh, where you can right. see it on the security tape. Yeah. The elephant. If you turn before the elephant, yes. you'll you'll be you'll seen. You'll be on the camera. Exactly. Yeah, so she's like, for some reason, they're letting her do everything. So they let her play the. Well, because like, Benoit wants in. her to. Yeah. So she puts the tape in and she starts playing it, and the guys are all talking. Benoit and Trooper and the security guard guy, who's like 150. He tells her that you, she goes, oh, how do you do this? How do you play this? Or how do you fast forward it? Because he wants to see later in the evening. Right. So she's, how do we do this? So she, he's like, oh, you have to hit play and forward at the same time. Right. And so she's hitting play and forward. And when they're distracted talking to each other, she hits eject. Yes. And the tape pops up and it's smoking. There's smoke coming out. Yes. They're like, oh, good. She's destroyed the tape. But then they're like, oh, here, you can take this with you. And and, digitize it. Yeah, and digitize it. We're going to digitize it. So she puts it in her pocket. Or she's carrying it or she has it in her pocket or something. She says, I've got it and puts it in her pocket. But also at the same time as they're walking out, she grabs a magnet that's on the guy's filing cabinet, the groundskeeper's filing cabinet. And as they're walking through the woods, and this is where that whole scene where the trooper's like, did you know all these these, life sized animals animals are are from from blah, 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 blah. Yes. So then, uh, you know, as they're walking and, you know, the guys are distracted, she's got this you know, cherry-shaped magnet that she's running across the tape. Yeah, she's erasing the tape even as they walk. And the other detective, the main detective, not Benoit, 
he comes up and he says, oh, well, here, I can take that from you. And she's I like, oh, yeah, great. That said that, but yeah, but yeah, she like gives him the tape and then she exactly. slides the magnet back in her pocket. And I'm like, Marta, you are smooth. And then this is also where she's kind of like leading the pack of that and she's going up towards the house and she realizes. Benoit, I think, actually realizes first. He's like, whoa, nope. whoa, 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 everybody stop. And nope. she looks down and it's all mud. And nope. she's like, oh, She's fuck. already realized it at this point. Has because she... by the time he realized it and he's like, whoa, everybody oh, stop. She's, she's already, already past the, the gate. gate. Yeah, she's gone up to the gate. Right. So she's she's using her current footprints to erase her footprints from that night. Because she's pretending it's all like muddy. She, and she's like, he's like, Marta, Marta, come back, walk on the side, come back. And she's like, what, what? I can't hear you. And just walks right through the middle of the mud and just turns it all up. And she has already opened the gates, so the dogs are out. And then the dogs come running through the mud. And it just completely obliterates all the tracks. They go through twice. Yeah. The dogs do. Yes. And, and it's, it's that's fantastic. when. Yeah. I mean, the whole layout of this movie is just really great. I really appreciated everything that they were doing there because um, you really do kind of see the puzzle pieces coming together for Benoit. Like, you can see how he's piecing things together. Mm-hmm. But you can also see how, like, Marta's working She's against it. She's kind of one step ahead of him the whole time, which is funny to watch. Yes. Because she's so nervous about it, but she's also, like, so smooth just to just... She's just walking right through there, like, just so, let's mess up the prince. Everybody's gathering at the house for the reading of the will. Yes. Which I think is hilarious because he says, you know, she's like, well, I've never been to a reading of a will before, and... He, well, but before that, yeah, well, everybody's gathering, and Ransom comes in, and they had said something about the dog. Dogs. That's not Benoit. yet. No, yeah, it is. Because nope. when Ransom comes for the will reading, the dogs don't like him. Yes, but they're already in the house at this point. So this is before, like, when they're walking up to the house, and she's saying, well, I've never been to a will reading before. Mm. And she says, oh, well, you know, uh, he says, oh, well, it's it's like if taxes were a screenplay. <laughs> That's what he says to her. And she says, oh, okay. And then he says, well, we need to look for other things around here because Linda has already driven up to the house. They're they're approaching the house, and this is where they're close to the trellis of the house. And she is like, oh, shit, because the dog brings her a piece of the trellis, which is right. what she tripped yeah, on. Yeah, she, she was and climbing so, up, and, like, a piece of the trellis broke off while she was climbing. Right. So, at this point, they're not in the house yet, and Ransom hasn't come yet. So, they go mm. into the house, and that's when, you know... They're, they go upstairs for whatever reason. He says, you know what, let's go up and look at the study again. And so while they're up in the study, that's when you hear the, the engine of the car, but you also hear the dogs barking. And that's when Ranson gets out of the car and he and the dogs are like, he's yeah, like, get he's off like, get me, away, get off me, on, get off get out me. Of here. And before that, like that's when he had told, that's when Blanc had told Marta, you know, the dogs like you, that dogs can tell what kind of person you are. They're a good judge of character. Yes. And so the fact that the dogs don't like Captain America means, obviously, to him that he is not He's a little sketch. Sound, yes, Yeah, exactly. because Linda comes up and she's like, oh, my puppies, come here, babies. And the dogs love her and they love Marta and they love, apparently, everybody that's going in except for Ransom. They don't like Ransom. Right. So then everybody is... Is this when we find the mud, or is that later? 
So we haven't found the mother yet. Okay. So okay. basically the lawyer comes in and he's like, I'm going to set up. It's going to be about 10 minutes. This is when you start to find out that. About Ransom. Yes, because Ransom sits down and he starts ordering Fran around and he calls her Franny. And um, like, can I get a glass? He's eating cookies. Glass he's got of milk. like a box of cookies. He's like, can I get a glass of cold milk, Franny? Yes. And somebody's like, was it Meg? That was Meg. Like, that is not her name and that is not her job. Rude. Yes. yes. And everybody basically thinks Ransom is an asshole, and they're all kind of confronting him, and they say that, which is a whole funny, like... There's a whole thing. Side scene yeah. where they're like, well, Jacob was in the bathroom that night. And, and we he all heard know what you. that means. Yeah, yeah. We, he heard you arguing with Grandpa. And, you know, so then everybody digs on Jacob for a minute because Jacob is apparently an alt-right dick face. And they call him a Nazi. And they're like, oh, what were you doing? Masturbating to, what was it? Like Serbian refugees or something just yes. ridiculous yeah. in the bathroom masturbating to Serbian refugees and blah, 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 blah. I didn't make note to much of that just because it was kind of silly, but it was it was kind of like a moot point. Like, because they've already said several times that he's like a fascist Nazi and that, you know, yeah. all he does is just sit there on his phone. And, and troll he's, people. Yeah, An alt-right troll, basically, is yeah. what they call him. So, but, you know, they dig on Jacob for a minute, and they're like, okay, well, what what did you hear? And he's like, I only heard two things. My will. My will, and I'm going to, or what was it? You're going to regret it. You're going to regret it, or you can't do this, or blah, 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 blah. So, basically, they're all confronting him, and Walt really gets in Ransom's face. Like, literally is yelling in his face. Like, you're out of the will. You're garbage. Nobody likes you. Blah, 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 blah. And Ransom's like, yeah, yeah, I'm out of the will, whatever. But. <coughs> so that's just an assumption at this point. Like, you know, nobody's been confirmed. So then they get called in. And then you find out a week before everything, he changed his will. Which and is great because. I'm sorry, I'm interrupting. I do that a lot. It's okay. But I love that Frank Oz is. Um, the lawyer. The lawyer. And. My son is a huge Muppets fan. He's 10. He's a huge Muppets fan. And he watched this movie with us because it was PG-13. And I'm like, all right, that's cool. He can watch it. You know, my husband, Jeremy, and I had watched it before. And we were like, I don't really think there's anything that bad in it. Like, he's he's heard plenty of swearing before from his mother. So it's fine. But he was so excited that Frank Oz was in this movie. It was ridiculous. Anyway, go ahead. I don't know what I was going to say. So We're talking about the will. Yeah, so we just find out find that out. Yeah. the he changed his will the week before, and he, they read a letter from his dad, and he's, like, addressing it specifically to Joni, Linda, and um, Walt. Walt. And so he was like, you know, just, just make sure that you, I think this is in the best interest for you guys, blah, blah, blah. And you find out that what his assets are, which is $60 million in cash, uh, the house and the blood like wine industry, Publishing which is company. the publisher. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And then you find out he left it all to Marta. Every last bit of it he left to they Marta. They don't mention the house until right after. Away. Yes. And then Linda says something. This is still our house. You right. guys need yeah. to get out. We're you, fighting yeah. this. Yeah, she's pissed. And, and she's then, kicking everybody, the detectives and everybody out of the house. And then and, she looks back and she's like, this is still our house. And the attorney says, and the house in all its belongings go to Marta. Yep. Yeah. And it's really a cool shot because it shows, like, it's from the lawyer's point of view and it yep. shows, like, the entire family and then Marta Just looking way back in the back, at him. standing in the doorway, right. looking horrified by the whole thing. 
And of course, Ransom, like he didn't sit, you know, they've got the rows of chairs. He didn't sit in the chairs. He's off to the side and he is just cracking up because he knows he's out of the will and he's so happy that everybody else is too. And that they're struggling with it. And he knew. And they're having such a hard time. But when you, when, you know, when you first start the reading of the will, they're talking about like, you know, the, the the property of Harlan is the house, and there you see, like, Linda and Richard hold hands, and they're, like, smiling at each other, and the publishing company, and then mm-hmm. you see Walt and Donna holding hands and smiling at each other, and blah, 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 and then... Well, because everybody's expecting... Yeah, everybody's, everybody's expecting to get their share, right. and that's that's what they've been, like... I feel like when you're in this type of type of family, you feel entitled because you've been trying to work to prove to that person that well, you deserve that, that entity. You're family, so right. you deserve it because they're your family, and that's what Correct. kind of comes out because everybody's immediately like, "Well, we're gonna fight this, and Marta's gonna renounce the will. She doesn't want it. She's right. gonna renounce it. We'll still take care of you, Marta, but you don't. You don't want this. Like, no. Right. 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 Yeah. So, so after everything's said and done, um, I'm going to speed this up a little bit because we're almost an hour in at this point. I know. <laughs> There's a lot to this movie. So if you definitely get a chance to check it out, I would say 100% 10 out of 10 recommend. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So Rancid take, uh, Ransom. Rancid. Yeah. Ransom <laughs> takes mean, off with Marta because yeah. she's just overwhelmed at this point Marta's and they just drive away. And everybody is like hounding her. And so her car won't stop. She's trying to get in her car and get away. Her car won't start. Ransom pulls up and it's like, get in. And so she gets in the car with Ransom and goes with him. And they end up at a kind of a diner, a little mom and pop place that looks, it's, well, not a diner. It's, a really it's like a cool restaurant. It's a little restaurant. Rustic. With fireplace and brick walls and all that kind of stuff. And so when I watched that movie, her. I was like, I want to go to that restaurant. Like, that just looks like a nice place to be. He I feeds be her baked beans and sausage with rye toast, which I think is disgusting. Yeah, it sounds awful. Idea. But and she then eats he, it like she's starving. Well, because she is. She hasn't eaten yeah. anything all day. And that's what he says. He's like, you probably haven't eaten anything all day. Eat this. And he asks for an empty bowl. And then he says to her, tell me the truth. I know you can't lie. I remember that one time at that Christmas party that you tried to lie, but you just puked everywhere because you, you didn't really... You're not a good liar. liar. Yeah. And so she ends up telling him the truth. Yes. 100% the truth. And then she says, well, why don't you, you know, well, what's what's the plan here? Because you could just turn me in. And he says, well, because fuck my family. Yeah. And essentially he just says, I want my fair cut. I'm going to help you get away with this murder. And we're going to go from there. So, long story short, you think Ransom is on her side. He's going to help her kind of figure it out. And... That's where we go to her coming back to the house. Or no, she's not at the house yet, but she wakes up the next day and all of a sudden she's all on the news. Hell has broken her loose. family finally finds out. She hasn't told anybody anything. And she she's is still just processing. You know, I don't think there's anything malicious in it. She's just fucking trying to process. She's right. like living in this tiny apartment with her undocumented mother and she's scratching to get by and now all of a sudden she's got 60 million dollars in a mansion and like a publishing empire yeah and her sister's like are we rich are we rich rich? and she's like i don't know i think so maybe i really don't know and that's when they find all these letters from the attorneys and everything and she opens the door and she finds walt waiting outside for her she's going out the back door she's gonna sneak out the back door because all the news vans and stuff are in the front her mom gives her a pile of stuff and was like all this was delivered today what the hell's going on and she's like i'm trying to figure it out so she goes to sneak out the back door. Walt's there. They have some conversation. Walt is kind of quasi-threatening 
her mom. Yes. Like, they know that her mom is undocumented, so they're kind of threatening her. Um, and well, the thing that we're missing here is that Meg has tried yes. to talk to her about giving everything back to the family because you know it's right and this is the family's thing and at that time she was sitting at the table and by her i mean marta was sitting at the table with ransom uh ransom i don't yes. know why i want to be calling him ransom because it's because fucking captain america so he's sitting she's sitting there with captain america and meg is calling her and telling her like i think you need to give this back to the family we're his family i'm not gonna be able to afford school and she's like no 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 no. i'm gonna take care of you it's all gonna be fine yeah we'll make sure you can go to school i will take care of you and make sure you get to and to meg disconnects the call before she's like anything I just, else i snuck to be off said. to call you i snuck off to call you but when she disconnects the phone the phone the whole family is there because she meg also mentions the mother right and you know you got to take care of your mom and blah 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 blah. and she turns around after getting off the phone and she's obviously upset and like the whole family is so meg you know they put her up to it meg told walt about the entire thing about her mom being illegal so walt tries to you know insult her and say you know you don't know what you're doing and you need our family resources so we can take care of you and your illegal mother and she's like hmm that's funny because uh your dad left me your family's resources so i guess i can use my resources to take care of my mother thanks and she goes back inside and then that's when she kind of sees a blank envelope and opens it up and finds that it is a toxicology report well part of a toxicology it's the report, of a toxicology report with the bag id bag on well the id tag from her bag her medical bag yes. that was in the, yeah like a copy a photocopy of right. the id bag and it says something like i, I know what, what you did, did. yes and it so says i know what you did freaking out so she gets back together with ransom she calls him and he's looking at it and he's like well this is weird there's no demands there's no nothing well you know what did they say did you you know the only place that this could be was you know at did this you building check your phone? did you check your email nope that's not yet so they go to check the building where the blood oh, toxicology right. results yes. are and it's on fire and yes. that's where They're like we gotta we gotta get this blood toxicology report that's where she that's where he says well did you take take check your email did you check your voice messages and she's like, I don't have any voicemails, but I don't have, I haven't, I haven't looked at my, my email. email. Yes. And that's where Blanc sees her and she's checked the email and she's found that she needs to be somewhere at 10 o'clock, 1209 Columbia Road yeah. or whatever it yep. is. Yep. And so she sees that Blanc is seeing her. He's walking towards their car. She drives off because yep. she's she like, fuck, out. it's like 932. I've got to go. Yep. And so she starts driving and all of a sudden it's a police chase, but she's driving a Hyundai. Best police chase I've ever seen. And she's like doing like 65 because yeah. her car can't go any faster she's floored at 65 and ransom's like step on the gas and she's like it's just literally floored right <laughs> and so he's like we should have taken the beamer exactly he's like i'm regretting not bringing the beamer um so anyways they go through and she's like i know back roads and she starts taking these little alleyways well, and first, they first think it's fine the brakes and like all of the right. cops and stuff overshoot her so then she takes off again, and yeah, her little tiny car is going through all these alleys and backways and blah blah blah, and all the other cars are getting caught. And so she finally thinks she's outrun him, and she like slams on the brakes and pulls to a stop, and like. So they think they're in the clear, and then all of a sudden Benoit's knocking on the window, and she's like, 
fuck. And she sees the car behind that pulls up and it's blocking her in. So they both get out of the car and he goes, are you aware of, you know, the... What is it that happens that now they're suspecting, they're suspecting that it's ransom? Ransom. So they right. like they like yeah they take him and they you know put him in the car and they're gonna take him in for questioning, and then Benoit gets in the car with Marta and he's like I want to talk some stuff over with you right. and he's just like basically just kind of like running through his process but out loud and he says something that I think is really funny he says. It's like a donut hole in a donut's hole. Yes. Because there's like, he's talking still about missing this case a piece. and there's like the still this middle piece. That's Who missing. hired me? Who hired yes, me? Yes, because he's been anonymously hired with a stack of cash and a clipping of Thor- Thromby's murder or his death. Yeah. The and that's how he knew to come and start this investigation. So then Marta cleverly says, because she's looking at the time and it's getting closer and closer to 10 o'clock, which is the time that she has to meet somebody. And she's like, you know what? I have to pick something up. Do you mind if we stop before we go to the station? And he's like, yeah, sure, whatever. So they go in and she pulls off and it looks like she's going into, you know, a hair salon. She goes out the back, goes into this other suite, which used to be a laundromat. Like a, and yeah. she walks in and she's yelling like, you're not going to pressure me. I'm going to give you whatever you need, but this needs to be done now. We need to be done with this. Right. She finds her bag. Lo and behold, she turns on her flashlight and she finds out the person that she's been yelling at appears to be a dead body and it is Fran's body and so it's this whole horrifying scene there's a spider on her face which yeah it's kind of gross well then there's an empty envelope and Marta picks up the empty envelope and she doesn't know it's empty it's empty, it's an envelope in Fran's lap Right. And so then all of a sudden Fran starts to move. She's gasping for air. And, you know, Marta is like, oh, my God, and panicking. And she's she's making decisions on the fly here. And she starts telling her, you know, you're not going to blackmail me. And then she says, you did this. You did this. Fran says that on the floor. Yep, and then Marta starts to she Get just her first aid. Yeah, she decides, you know what? This is done. I'm 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 done with this. I'm not dealing with this. This is too much of a hassle. We are going to call the police. We're going to get you some help and we're just going to come forth with the truth and so she does she calls 911 she's giving Fran CPR I loved this part because Benoit's in the car with his little headphones on and he's dancing and singing in the car and all of a sudden this ambulance pulls up and he's like fuck you know oh well shit yes something like that but yeah he's just jamming out it's great oh my god it's so funny so then that's when you figure out you know they're at the hospital and she's like i'm just gonna tell you everything and she's like well you know well yeah he says ransom ransom, already has come clean and she's like oh well did he tell you about and he's like yep he told me about that everything you know he's like but but i still want to know yeah. So I'm like, at this point, I'm like, what did Ransom actually tell her? Because she's, or tell them, because she's assuming that Ransom told about He did her, say about the blood like, tests. He did yeah. say about the, she did say about the blood test, and he says yes. That's when, that's what he confirms, is about the blood test. Yes. And so she tells Detective Benoit everything in the car. And when they get there, she has literally told him 100% her side of the story and yep. what happened. And she's like, I need to tell the family. They deserve to know the truth. We need to know what's going on. 
Um, also, at this somewhere in this point, it comes out that the medical lab has been completely destroyed. Yes. destroyed. All the blood samples, all the reports, everything is gone. everything's gone. So there's nothing. But but she knows where the copy of well, the lab results. She knows are. there's another one because Fran says. I have it stashed. No, she knows where it is because she says in my stash. Because that in the beginning of the movie where she says this is my stash, they allude to that. So she one hundred percent. She doesn't knows. know that yet. No, nope, she does. No, she does not. Yes, until she does. Meg says. Yes, she does. I need a. I need a joint or something along those nope, lines. Nope, that's I, earlier does in Fran the movie. Still have it. Nope, it is not. I know it where it's at. It's in my stash. Yep. She does not know that's where it is until Meg mentions wanting to get high. Okay. And then she's like, oh, Fran's stash. That must be where the toxicology is. And that's when they go to it and find it. Okay. So she gives Benoit the toxicology report. She has not looked at it. She sees a copy of it. And Fran has it because her cousin is a receptionist at the medical well, office. Well, we don't know that yet. Well, we know that, but we, know her we don't know there, but how. We don't know, yeah, we don't know how she has it. Benoit doesn't it. know how it works in right. because he makes note of that when he's reading it and he's, like, going through the whole breakdown. Right. And he's like, you know, this is where they bring in, not, they bring in Ransom. And, well, before that, Benoit says, first of all, I'm going to recommend that she keep the money and that then she press charges against the family regarding blah, 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 whatever it is. And right. furthermore, da, 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 da. So then they go into another room and she's like, I don't understand. And he's like, I'm right. going back to my donut theory. This is a hole within a hole. Who hired me? Who hired me? Right. And then he says, bring in, you know, Ransom. Right. And Ransom comes in and well, then that's where they go into like, the hole. that, breakdown. she's like getting ready to tell them. Well, she's already confessed. She's no, already confessed not to, to him. Not to the family. She's no, she ready wants to, to tell the family, and that's where Benoit's and that is, like, you can no, see no, Benoit no. in the background, like open the toxicology report and look at it, and then he like comes and grabs her before right. she can say anything, and like drags her out of the room. Yes, um, and Grandma laughs in there too. Yeah, she does because she, she knows because that's when you know Benoit's going through, and he's like, "I'm gonna recommend that she." you keep know the money keep the money and, and kick yeah. all of you out of here and, and grandma's grandma like <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly yes. and she, he has talked to nana at an earlier point in the film but like we never hear what she says she's kind of just sitting there looking out the window and he's talking to her and like she, he's like i'm content to just sit here and wait with you it's fine i know you got something you want to tell me but i'll just sit here and wait until you're ready right basically and we never see what she has to say so then again Marta, you know, they go into the study kind of area, the library, whatever, and, you know, rant, uh, no. Benoit is like, yeah, the donut hole, like, it's, we thought that this piece with you being the murderer, the accidental murderer, but still the murderer, fit, but, right. like, because they talk about the Slayer rule, which is if she is even suspected she doesn't even have to be convicted, but she is suspected of killing him, then she will inherit nothing. And the original family owners will get what they were or what they are entitled to. And right. that's what everybody's banking on is the Slayer rule. Well, so, yeah. they're Well, they're really banking on her to just renounce the inheritance right. and let them have it all. But the Slayer is but, what yeah, Ransom like, is, yeah, is banking Ransom on. Ransom is banking on the Slayer rule. So they go through and they bring him in. And then that's when Benoit goes through and he lays it all out exactly as it is actually happens right so what you find out is that ransom is the one who switched the labels on the medication yes but fortunately because marta is a really great nurse and just a wonderful caretaker she already knew 
the weight differentiations between yeah, the, the different the weight and how the bottles yes. feel the viscosity of the liquid right. inside and all of that and he stuff. says it's ever so slightly but because you are such a great nurse and a good caretaker you know the difference and right. at this point Without he has covered knowing. the bottles like the labels on the bottles so she already knew which yeah. one was he's like the can morphine. you hand me the morphine right and she straight you know she picks up the first bottle and kind of shakes it and sets it back out and picks up the other one right and he's like i covered labels but look you got the right bottle because you know so then you find out that she actually did give him the correct dosage because she has done it so many times and had they called 911 like she wanted to he, he would, would still, still be, be alive, alive. Yeah. however he did end up killing himself and so it is considered a suicide but where ransom comes into play is that number one he was discovered you find out that he was discovered by fran who wasn't at the funeral, which is when Ransom came back to the house That's to retrieve. he wasn't at the funeral. Yep, he was not at the funeral because he wanted to go and fix his mistake, which was leaving those tampered bottles behind in the kit. So Fran saw him. Fran tried to blackmail him, but he ended up killing her with morphine, and she wasn't saying, you did this. She said... Hugh, Hugh did this. Because he insists that all the help call him. And they Hugh. call him the help. Yes. The help call him Hugh, whereas the family calls him Ransom. So yes. then it goes through and, you know, he's like, oh, well, whatever. I'm going to get an attorney and, you you know, it's fine. I'm not, I'm not doing this. And the hospital ends up calling Marta and she's like, oh, my God. Thank God Fran's still alive. Thank you. Thank you. And he's like, see... It, you know, what do you got on me? Like an attempted murder charge, it's no big deal. Breaking an entry, it's no big deal. Yeah, whatever, down whatever. The med lab, whatever, because it came out, he burned down the med lab. And the whole time you can see Marta's like looking very strained. Yes. And so then finally, she goes and throws up everywhere on top of Hugh or Captain America. She just pukes all over him. Like, and right he's in his like, face. it's so disgusting. It's gross because it's like beans and everything. Yeah. It's disgusting. Like whole beans. It's gross. Yeah. Um, and he's like, what the hell? And that's when, before, just before that, Benoit had said, in for a penny, in for a pound. And that's where then Hugh says, in for a penny, in for a pound, and grabs a knife and goes to stab Marta. Yeah, he does. Like, everybody's trying to save her, but nobody can reach her in time. It's like slow-mo, and he stabs her, and then you look at it, and he's like, what the fuck? And it turns out to be a prop knife, and he Mm -hmm. goes, fuck. (laughs) Yep. I loved that. that's when we discover that... Fran actually did die. Yes, she's dead. And they have recorded everything he says about murdering Fran and burning down the lab and all of that Basically his confession. They have recorded his entire confession. Right. So, yeah, that's it. So Ransom is the one who did it. Um, Then we kind of see everybody starting to leave. I loved um, that scene because at the end, she's holding a mug that says, my house, my, my rules. My coffee. Yes. yes. Which is a mug that Fran is carrying up to Harlan. In the opening, yeah. In the opening when, when she, she finds, finds him, him dead. dead. Yes. We also see um, the dogs, like one of the dogs has a baseball and Linda takes it from him and she realizes that. It that belongs in her the, dad's study. Yeah, the ball that her dad had on his desk. So she takes it and she puts it in there and she sees a piece of paper 
laying on the table or on the desk and she's like oh hi, it has a big l on it dad. yes from dad so you know but she was we, expecting it because she kept saying i'm expecting you know the grand reveal right and so she was waiting for something and so this is the letter that she was waiting for and so she goes to light a cigarette and she puts the heat behind it and yep. it reveals the message that her Richard husband is rich cheating is her. cheating on her yes yes and yep. then you cut to the scene and you see him with a big black eye after he's like, we got to get an attorney for Hugh. We got to get Hugh. We got to get a Hugh. You got to yeah. get an attorney. Yeah. Captain America. Ransom. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. So then it kind of closes with Marta standing on this balcony that like Looking down. Looking like, down. Overlooks the front of the house. Of it's the above the entrance yeah. to the house. And all of the th- the thrombies are outside and they all kind of just turn and look up at her and she's in the house and they're not. And that's kind of how it ends. And then it's like, you know, for me, I was like, well, what's she going to do? Is she like really going to help them and share the money with them? They kind of showed that they were all a bunch of assholes. They really turned on her when the will was read. Like, what is she going to do? And that's, that's how it ends. And I thought it's just, I feel like she's probably going to give them all like $5,000. Like this is all you, you get. get. Buck twenty five. Yes. Get off my property. Exactly. <laughs> like I feel like that's how she would do it because she's probably gonna sit there and think about it and be like, you know what? These guys were assholes to me. Yeah. This guy tried to fucking kill me. This guy was threatening to have my mom deported. Right. This one over here ratted me out to the rest of the family, saying my mom could be deported. Right. Like no. I'm not helping any of you assholes. No, but she's got such a kind heart. I don't know if she'll be able to do it. Like, I don't know. I, I would love to If know. it were me, I would give them all, like, five grand and yeah. be like, here's your check for $5,000. I did not have to do that, but because I'm such a good person, yeah. this is your money. Yeah. Bye-bye. I don't know. I think she's, um, I think she's a bigger person than you or myself. <laughs> like, I wouldn't even give them five grand. I've been like, sorry. Yeah. Thank you. Bye. Remember how he cut you off? Well, I'm going to I'm going to stick Honor to Harlan's his wishes. last wishes. Because she did keep Boom. saying that. Well, now that's the other thing is that she kept saying like, yeah. you know, that's this is what Harlan wanted. This is right. what he wanted. Everybody's like, "Well, the right thing to do is renounce it and let the family have the money." And she's like, "But these are Harlan's last wishes. Like it says that. He says that. These are what he this is what he wanted." This is what he wants. Yeah. So all in all, an amazing movie. 10 Love out of 10. It. Definitely recommend. Five cheers. Five cheers. Five cheers I don't know indeed. When we, what 10 cheers? Where'd that even come from? Five cheers. I said 10 out of 10 would recommend. I didn't say 10 cheers. Whatever. Gosh, Shiloh. Five cheers. Five cheers. Heartily recommend. Indeed. And Love the wine it. was pretty good too. Yeah, not I, the best I've ever had, but not bad. I mean, we killed the bottle in forty minutes. So I that's, mean, if that's you're that's looking good. to get drunk fast, Woo. seriously. I mean, I'm feeling it. I yep. got the buzz. Yep. So I gotta drive home. What this was really great. Yeah, um, I good this movie. Was a good one. What's see, next? I don't even remember. I don't remember uh, either. It was the one with Anna Kendrick. and God, we texted so much. I don't even all know. these movies. I did. I did because you told me to. Because I you know. picked the book, which I still got to get the book. <laughs> so um, let me see. Hang on. Hang on. I I'm have a shameless it. confession. I bought the book for a dollar ninety nine. On 
the book app on my iPhone. Oh, very cool. So it's a digital copy. Here it is. Very cool. Oh, nice. Okay. I don't know if I can do a digital copy. So the book is 14 Ways to Die. Hey, did you ever make that peanut butter bread? This is totally off topic, but. I have not yet, but it's there ready, ready for me. I wrote down all the instructions on how to do it. Seems very easy. It's like four oh, steps. God damn it. We, we text too much. I, I can't find where I, I texted know. it to you. Hang on. I'll look it up. <laughs> Anna Kendrick. So literally all you have to do. A simple favor. Okay, simple so that's what favor. we're watching next is a simple favor. It's a 2018 movie and it looks like Amazon Prime, Prime again. We just like Amazon, that's all. I mean, you can get everything on Amazon, you know? <laughs> all right, guys. Well, like us on all the places. Listen yes. to us whenever you can. Yes. Uh, thanks for the support. Yes. Special shout out to Lisa. Absolutely. Lisa, our biggest fan. Our number one fan. We love you, Lisa. You're our so, favorite. Yeah, for real, Lisa. You're our favorite. You're like the only one who comments and does shit, so... We love you. Besides Shiloh. Shiloh comments on our page all the time. <laughs> Which, by the way, you never posted I know. So bad. Oh and God. we have an empty pineapple picture. We didn't take a picture oh, beforehand. Shit. We've been doing so bad lately. I'm so bad. Um, <laughs> anywho. Suck, but we love you guys. See the empty bottle on Instagram. <laughs> and I hope you check out the movie. If you haven't already, because I exactly. feel like everybody's already seen it. But if you haven't, uh, absolutely watch it. And if you have, watch it again, because it really does hold up. And it's going to be a part, there's going to be part yeah, two. there's going to so be part two coming out, I guess, refresh. towards the end of this year. So you February 2022. Refamiliarize yourself with old Benoit Blanc. Because right? we'll be seeing more of him. Oh, and his shitty accent. Oh, that's the hard part. I it heard is. that Netflix signed like a two picture deal so oh. there might even be a third knives out if let's this hope as well let's hope that it's like the fear street trilogy where they just film it all in one go oh, and we can get nice. them back to back yes and not have to wait forever for real that would be lovely all yeah. right guys love your faces stay safe and we'll see you next time on three shows and a book <laughs>